Hey everyone, it's LPJ. I hope you've been enjoying our show and the other podcasts on GameZilla Media. We invite you to check us out on Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. You can support us at either the $1 or $5 tier. If you become a patron at the $5 tier, you get a ton of additional content, including the post credit scene, our monthly Patreon show. Thanks for your support, and hasta la vista, baby. GameZillaMedia.com It's time for the last action podcast! Pop quiz, hot shot! Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need the need for speed. It beats. You can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Action Podcast. Hovercraft Joe here, sitting across from me, as per usual, <laughs> is LPJ. Yes, Joe, my name is LPJ. LPJ Bot here to discuss this movie with you. Okay, so I wasn't sure how. Hover, 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 Joe! <laughs> I wasn't sure how that intro was going to go. Apparently it didn't work well, but we're here now and we've moved past it. Uh, and we're here for uh, part two of our special two-part wife swap event, is what we're calling it. Right, LBJ? I mean, I didn't name it, but yeah, we're called wife swap. So tonight we have with us uh, returning guest Jody. What's up, guys? And Jen. Also returning guest. Yes, returning guest yes. Jen. Yes. J-Balls. J-Balls. <laughs> oh, yes. J-Balls. The fans know her as J-Balls. Yes. That's right. Sorry, I forgot. Please use my stage name. Sorry, J-Balls. <laughs> I apologize. Um, so uh, we're here this week to talk about uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle, which last week we talked about Kingsman, the Secret Service, and now we're talking about the sequel to complete this event. Uh, release date on this thing of September 22nd, 2017. Uh, and I guess we'll start off like we do every episode with kind of our first, you know, memories, our first viewing. Uh, Jen, J-Balls. Yeah, we went to the theater to see this one with my brother and now my sister-in-law, but she wasn't at the time. Um, it was brought to our attention because they both think that my loving husband, Devin, looks like <laughs> Taron Edgerton. <laughs> and there was a picture of him, right? With like a big yes, cutout? Yes, we took, well, it was like the movie poster okay. in the theater, like a life size. And uh, Devin took a picture with it. What do you think? Does he look like him? You know, I think a little. A little bit? Lauren yeah. said the same thing to me before. Yeah, he definitely looks like Taron Edgerton. You saw that picture that we have of Taron Edgerton in the sweater with the funny hair <laughs> that we keep sending out? <laughs> yeah, that's that's Devin skiing. I, I don't know if you know or not. That's really Devin. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Taron Edgerton likes chili as much as Devin. I don't know. guess we'll never know. Uh, Jody, what about you? I saw this also in the theaters. Uh, Lauren and I saw it on the way to Mount Pleasant. We stopped in Lansing to see a movie. On the way to Soaring Eagle to do a little gambling and watching <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, nice, fun! It was a uh, good night out. Um, I'll go next. I actually had never seen this uh, until I watched it for the podcast. I always wanted to, but I just didn't get around to seeing it in theaters and missed it, and missed it, and missed it. But then I watched it a couple days ago for the podcast. Yeah, same here. I had never seen this before, and. Um, I had forgotten it existed because <laughs> uh, I, I saw the first one a bunch of times and I liked the first one a lot and then I knew the second one came out and then I totally forgot that it was even a thing. Right. That's kind of how I feel. And about then you me. guys mentioned it 
and I was like, oh yeah, that's a movie I did at some point want to see, but never got around <laughs> to it. I don't know. I don't know why I never bothered to see it, but yeah. So well, Joe wanted to see it. I think that's why he bullied us into doing this movie. <laughs> I would Is like that correct J balls. I wanted to do this yeah, movie. Yeah, I would like to add that the way that this went, and we talked about it last episode, is I suggested to Devin and Lauren, I'm like, hey, haven't you both seen The Kingsman? And they're like, yeah. And then Jen was like, yeah, we can do the second one. Yeah. And I was like, that's a great idea. Then we'll have a whole little thing going. It's so, like a theme for yeah. the wife swap. Yeah. So come on, Jody. Stay on point, Any right? future wife swaps, you should also do yeah, sequels. sequels. Movies with sequels. I like it. I think it's fun. I like. We'll get into it more, but I like being able to watch these movies back to back. I so, no, I agree. Lauren and Devin, X Men Two. <laughs> Me and Jen, X Men Last Stand. No, no, no. Stop. We are not doing X Men Last Stand under any circumstance. I mean, don't say under any circumstances because I would. Under any circumstance where I'm here. All right, that's fair. Um, okay, so budget on this movie, a uh, hundred and four million dollars. Ooh, upgrade. Uh, domestic gross, a hundred million. But then here it comes again, much like the first one. Worldwide gross, four hundred and ten million dollars. Yeah, these movies play well overseas. Yeah, it's weird. It's got the weird like Fast and Furious effect, where they make twice as much money overseas as they do here. Right, but I think the Fast and Furious movies make more money here. here. But like, that's crazy to me that like it made it didn't even surpass its budget here in the U.S. and then was like basically 300 million dollars overseas yeah. i think the uk i think it's got a big run in the uk with it being a primarily british british cash british run film that makes sense definitely um rotten tomatoes 52 percent okay and an audience score of 64 percent so yeah, yeah, i can see that down a little bit from the numbers from the first <clears throat> one sure uh, and then uh, we mentioned 2017 when this came out. So the top grossing movies of 2017. Number one is Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Number two, Beauty and the Beast. And number three, Wonder Woman. Uh, this movie came in 33 for the year. Uh, and we've done two movies that have beat this. Oddly enough, two movies that Jody was here for us, uh, with us. Uh, number eight, Thor Ragnarok. And number six, Spider-Man Homecoming. So, I guess I like 2017. Right, you're a 2017 <laughs> yeah, you, guy. Next the, time we do a 2017 movie, you're in. Like, even if you don't want to do it, we'd be like, Jody, just be here for it. Is there a Fast and Furious? Mm, no, it would be no. up there. It would be on that list. That yeah, it would right be there. number one. Yeah, probably would be. Fine. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, I, a fight scene. We can, you can work with it. <laughs> All right. We'll see what we can do. Um, do we want to get into the cast? Yep. Or net worth? Well, well, I mean, we did net worths first last time. Let's just do it again. Sure. Okay. You guys ready to go through these? He loves hitting that net worth button. <laughs> All right. Let's start. I asked Joe today <laughs> when he like came over for lunch I was, or for dinner. I was like, is not going to press the button a thousand times? And He's I said, like, probably not. That's what I said. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Don't encourage him. Do it again. Yes. Okay. So first we have Halle Berry who plays Ginger Ale, if I'm correct, in the movie. What do you guys think for Halle Berry? Oh, We've done her before. I, I remember she she's good. She's like 200 million. Okay. Like 80. Okay. 173. Uh, when goes to Jen? 90 million oh, for wow. Halle Berry. That's even more credit than she deserves. <laughs> no Catwoman money. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bridges, who I believe plays Champagne <clears throat> in the movie. Yes, yeah. Champagne. Uh, what do you think for Jeff Bridges? 160. Okay. 
I'm going to say 80 again. Okay. 71. Uh, 70 million for Jeff Bridges. So um, next, Julianne Moore playing Poppy. I don't remember her last name. Anybody? Poppy Adams. Oh, thank you. Poppy. Julianne Moore. What do you think for Julianne Moore? Who wants to go first this time? 50. <laughs> okay. 43. 25. $50 million. Jen has four pages of notes. <laughs> she might have written it down. I have a few written down. Okay. What about... Is it Matthew Vaughn's biography? <laughs> Listen, I, I, have, I like this Who's director. Matthew Vaughn? Oh my God, what? <laughs> Joey. Really is, that a, is that a real question? It is. <laughs> he directed and wrote the movie, Joey. Oh, yeah, the, the writer, director, that. producer oh, no. of the film. <laughs> you said watch the movie, you didn't say write a book report. <laughs> that is true, I suppose. Okay, um, Channing Tatum. 20 million. 20, uh, 30. 47. 50 million. Wow, 50. all right, good for him. Uh, oh, and he plays Agent Tequila. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Uh, Mark Strong returning as Merlin. <laughs> did we do this last time? We did, yeah, but... <laughs> Shit! <laughs> 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 Fuck, I don't know. 8 million. Okay. Didn't you guys say 9? 9? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nine. I'm attention. at a severe disadvantage for that <laughs> one. Nine million. Jody, you're going to have to go first on this. Uh, what about Colin Firth, who we definitely did last time, too? Shit! <laughs> what do you 16. think? 16. You go next, LBJ. Fuck! Um, five! 25? 25 million. Someone is paying attention from the wings. Damn it! And finally, Taron Edgerton. Jody. Six. Wait a minute. Did we do this last time, too? Yes! Shit! <laughs> the same people are in the movie, LBJ. Oh, yeah. Someone could be listening to this and not listen to the first one. I can't skip them. Five. Six. It's six million. <laughs> Do you have uh, Elton John? I didn't look word? it up. Did you? Five hundred million Wow. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Elton John's in this movie. <laughs> and not like a cameo. Like, he's in the movie. This is actually only the second film he's ever been featured mm-hmm. in. Yep. The first one was The Who's Tommy. Yeah. Which is like, but that's wild because like I remember hearing that he was in the movie. I think Jody told me, and I was like, "Oh, he probably has a cameo." But like, no, he's in it like a bunch. Yeah, he has a lot of lines. He does. I mean, they're all "fuck you," but (laughs) he has a fight scene in this movie, which is wild. So apparently, Matthew Vaughn wanted him in the first movie as his um, like treasure trove of celebrities as. Eggsy's walking by all the cells where they're keeping all the celebrities and they never open any of the other windows but his original plan was to have all these celebrities that you could see through the windows in their dungeons and nobody wanted to do it because the movie hadn't come out yet they didn't know if it was going to be successful or not and then they end up with five Oscar winners in the second (laughs) movie so apparently the actors love this movie and want to be a part of it it is kind of wild that they're I mean it is I mean all the people in this are well-known famous you know like you said Oscar winners and that sort of thing it's kind of crazy if you think about it yeah I as I was watching the movie I was like man that guy's in the movie he's in the movie yeah I couldn't believe it so I only found uh apparently was only (laughs) one tagline for this and again the tag (laughs) Man, manners make it man. <laughs> it is not. Uh, I, I got it. I got it. Uh, what is it? Reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Right. Which is true. It's a Mark Twain, famously said by Mark Twain, but I don't feel like it's a great tagline. No, it's not. I feel like it, when I read that was it, like I honestly did another search. I'm like, there had to be another one, but it's like, no, apparently that was it. Wow. <laughs> it should have been suits and boots. 
suits and boots. It should have been suits and boots. <laughs> suits and boots. Taglines, I think you guys should get to make up your own taglines. We were we toyed with that idea, and then we're all like, eh, none of us really like doing openings. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna like doing taglines either. There was no opening today. I no, I don't like that. Yeah, they've been scrubbed. Apparently, you haven't listened lately. Yeah. Unless we start getting hate mail, which, by the way, we have an email address, lastactionpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Let me uh, start that hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, director on this, as we discussed, news to Jody, but it's Matthew Vaughn, uh, who obviously directed the first one, uh, written by Matthew Vaughn and Jane Goldman, who wrote the first the one, first one uh, based on the comic by Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons, yep. like the first one, and same composers. As the first one, uh, Henry Jackman and Matthew Margison. Yep. Okay. Cool. Does Henry Jackman do a lot of films? Yeah. I feel he did Wreck It Ralph. He did. He did. Wow. Why do you? Oh, how do you yeah. know that? Great callback. Avery has the Wreck It Ralph soundtrack, so I saw it pop up there. Yeah. Yeah. He, as a matter of fact, he did. We talked about it last go. time. Wow. How about that? Doesn't know the director of the movie you watched, <laughs> but knows the composer and his other works. What? He knows the composer oh, yeah. and the composer's other works. How about that? Uh, and you had someone you were going to play from the soundtrack? Yeah, so the whole, the entire film is kind of based around John Denver's song, Take Me Home Country Roads. Um, so there's several different versions of it. Uh, it pops up, little themes from that song pop up throughout the entire soundtrack. Uh, so we're going to play, first I'm going to play the actual John Denver version. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home, country roads. All right. So that song is essentially woven throughout the entire soundtrack. Uh, and it pops up as a major plot point later on. Uh, and they also have this really great version. Uh, we're going to spoil it a little bit. <clears throat> Played at the funeral for Merlin. It's just a little snippet of it right there. It's nice. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I'm apparently this is um, this is supposed supposedly Merlin's favorite song, but it actually I think it's it's uh, Matthew Vaughn's favorite song. Oh, okay. And so that's why they kind of threw it in for for everything here. I have a pop quiz for you. Oh wow! About that country roads. I'm getting to it. Pop quiz, hot shot. There were two other movies in 2017. Uh, oh, no. Oh, that was my pop quiz, too. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I beat you. I No, I saw it, but I don't remember what they were. Yeah, I didn't write it down. 
The two other movies? Yeah. Do I just say it? Yeah. All right, it's Alien Covenant yeah. and Logan Lucky, also starring Channing Tatum. Uh, I remember seeing that, and I was like, I don't need to remember this. Dang it. Got me. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we want to start uh, working through the plot on this? Do we finish going over the, the actors? Uh, I think we actually did. I, we went through most of them. Were the some we missed? We did the ones for the net worst, but who else did you want? Pedro to Pascal. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I mean, there's, the there's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. The Mandalorian himself, Pedro Pascal as Jack Daniels, um, slash Agent Whiskey, right. Elton John, Channing Tatum's in this. Uh, Jeff Bridges as Champagne. Um, Charlie's back, right? In this, uh, who else? Did, Michael Gambon is now the new Arthur. Okay. Um. What else we got? That's about it. All right, fair enough. Well, yeah, we have most of them. When well, I was watching, Mark I saw back. Merlin. I was like, "Who is that guy?" Mm-hmm. It was Sh- Shazam. Oh he's, yeah, he's, he's the, the bad guy in Shazam. He's the villain in Shazam. He's um. Oh, Savannah? That's what I'm recognizing. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen Shazam? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you got to see Shazam, dude. It's great. Even Avery's seen Shazam. <laughs> well, good for Avery. <laughs> Let's see her with the podcast. <clears throat> she wanted to know where the podcast was. I took her to a liquor store. She said, is this where the podcast is? <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> on, on a good night. Um, okay. Do we want to go through the start working through the plot now? All right. <laughs> you seem like you don't want <laughs> no, to, that's but good. we have to. Um, so this movie kind of, I would say, gets right into it from the start. You know, Damn it's man. like, it's Eggsy walking out of the Kingsman Taylor shop, you know, and he runs into... Charlie from the first movie, and I'm like, wait, Charlie's back, and he's got a robot arm. <laughs> I co- I was like, Winter Soldier arm? Yeah, basically, yeah. He's got a robot arm. He's got like a voice box thing, and they get in like the Kingsman cab, and there's just like a wild fight scene to start off it's this amazing. movie. Yeah, yeah, the the close qu- the close combat fight scene in the back of the cab was unreal. It was very cool. Yeah, and Taron actually got punched. Oh, really? Uh, in the face by what's his real name? Edward. Oh. Did you, Devin, did you feel the punch like Tomac, Tomax and Zamat style? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's just, just like wild fight while the cab's driving around in London. They're playing Prince. Uh, oh, that's it's right. So fun. Yeah. Loved it's, it. It's like you're playing Prince. I mean, it's a great scene. I mean, it, the, the CGI in it was pretty obvious. Like, it oh, didn't sure. look very real, but it was fine. Like, it wasn't like a big deal. But it, it was cool. And like, the driver accidentally gets killed by like the poison, like, foot blade. And then, like, it, I, it took me a minute to realize what was happening because my notes are like, wait, the cab turns into a different car? Because <laughs> I was really confused because, oh. like, at one point he, like, gets in the car and he hits a button and, like, the wheels change and, like, but now I realize that it was turning into, like, drift mode. That's a Tokyo yeah. drift yeah. car. <laughs> I was like, this reminds me of my go-kart or my uh, Mario Kart days. <laughs> Just keep it on drift the whole yeah. way around the track. <laughs> yeah, because Eggsy starts drifting, like, uh, all over the place and it, it's really cool. And they're, the guys are chasing him and they have those guns that pop up and uh-huh. yeah. it reminds me of that one mask yeah toy that I was I thinking the same thing <laughs> there was a mask uh, it, which is a cartoon mobile series. armored strike command yeah and I had one where it was like the same kind of car and like the back opened up and it was like a gunner like that yep. that's the first thing I thought of when I saw it um he blows up the car with like missiles I think the ones that are chasing him like he shoots missiles out of the back of his cab which apparently just does everything uh, and then it turns into a submarine <laughs> and very he, James Bond yeah and he just like drives into this lake in like the, the park in the middle of the city yep. and which is funny because his windshields crack so he's like holding his breath the whole time no windshield windscreen 
Yeah, windscreen. windscreen. Sorry, that's what they call it. <laughs> um, so he, he gets into the sewer, like, and he, he's got to exit. It's really gross because he's got to get out of there because he's got, like, a dinner date. So he basically he has to, like, jump into oh. the sewer. And he's seeing Just the it's chunks all- <laughs> floating by. Yeah, it's Ugh. really gross. And, and what we learn also is that, like, the ro- he ripped off uh, – Charlie's robotic arm and it's still in the car and apparently it's still active because it kind of crawls up and like plugs itself into the computer in the car and it's like accessing all the Kingsman files. Right, right. It like hacks the, the system. Right. Um, uh, Eggsy's still dating the princess. Discussed from the first movie. Mm-hmm. They're dating now. He's still got his dog JB and I couldn't tell this. Are they living in... Harry's house? Yeah, they're in Harry's house. Okay. Because at the end of the movie... Yeah, because at the end of the movie, he says that Harry gave him everything. Oh, okay, that's right. I forgot. That's right. So they're living in Harry's house. Uh, They go to a birthday party for one of uh, Eggsy's friends. I think one of the ones introduced in the first movie. We didn't talk about him then. Uh, and so we're kind of reintroducing them then. Then we're introduced to the villain of the movie, played by Julianne Moore, Poppy Adams. Yes, and I l- have to say I love the transition that they did from the bag of weed into the jungle of Cambodia. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was really smart. I liked it. And I, I like, um, I have a note that says, "Wait, the villain gets a voiceover in this movie because she's doing like this yeah. big long voiceover yeah. <laughs> about her operation and how she's got to be, she's got a global monopoly on the drug trade, you know, and that's her operation is the the, the subtitle of the movie." the golden circle that's what it's called and like all the people that work for her operation get this like solid like 24 karat like gold tattoo like implanted on them right um which and i saw this i don't know if you saw this in the notes but it said that and it kind of makes sense that she based her performance as poppy on gene hackman's lex luther from the superman movies Mm -hmm. which is like in that context, I'm like, I get it. Oh, like, it totally makes sense. Because it's really weird. Like, her hideout in the middle of the jungle is like, it's all this, like, how would you describe it? It's like 50s, it's all like, 50s. diner. Yeah, and retro. Like, yeah. A retro Americana. <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of weird. And, like, all her, like, henchmen there wear, like, the, like, le- Letterman jackets uh-huh. and stuff like that. It's wild. She's got robotic dogs. <laughs> Benny and Jet. Benny Who and Jet. Who doesn't want robotic dogs <laughs> with kit eyes? I mean, it's true. Oh, they, yeah, they, do, they do yep. have the Knight Rider, like, <laughs> vroom, 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 vroom. So, yeah, they're, the robotic dogs are Benny and Jet. Um, there's a new recruit uh, that one of the guys brought in, and, and part of the initiation is that she makes him throw the one guy in a meat grinder. <laughs> That's an intense meat grinder. That <laughs> it really is. out the clothes on one side and then the meat on the yeah, other how side. How does it know how to do that? It's, it's impressive. Because I wanted a burger. Because it yeah, it, the burger looked good that she made because she makes a burger out of the guy in the meat grinder, and then in oil, order to prove his loyalty, makes the new guy eat the burger, Yum. which is gross. But it did. Do look you think like- it's really that guy? Do you think it was a? She was <laughs> time tricky. out. No, time out. Not in real life. <laughs> Do you think she tricked him because she sent him off to get his tattoo? No, it was him. I think, think so? it was really. Oh, yeah. I think she really fed him. I think him. so too, for sure. Okay. I like the idea that we were all kind of like, wait, does Jody think that she really fed him a burger made from a man for the movie? <laughs> yeah, that guy died during filming. Uh, <laughs> Movies aren't real. Um, so also like Merlin gets a briefing, uh, he gives a briefing about Charlie and kind of how he survived the first movie, which I don't remember exactly how his head didn't blow up. He, uh, so in the, in the first movie, so Charlie had the implant there, right? Right. <clears throat> in the first movie, um, Eggsy zaps him with the stun gun and the stun gun shorted out 
the the the, the, chip. the chip so that when everybody blew up, he was just knocked unconscious. And he lost his arm though. Yeah, he yeah because he in his, in in his explosion voice, in his right. vocal cords. That's why he has like the voice box. Or yeah, it partially blew up or something like that. Um. So. After we see the guy eat the burger, Eggsy's having dinner with the the princess's family at like the royal palace in Sweden. And I really like this scene because like the king is kind of like a he's a he's a dick and he's trying <laughs> to like he doesn't like Eggsy and he's trying to like trip him up. So he keeps like asking him about all this stuff. And it's like Eggsy's on point and he's like answering all these questions about like the economy and history and it's like, "Wow, he's really prepared." But then you find out he has like the Kingsman glasses on and like Roxy's at the headquarters like giving him Feeding the, him the information, yeah, feeding him all the uh, all the answers, uh, and also you get that fun bit where uh, Eggsy's friend, who's watching JB at his house, uh-huh. finds like the glasses <laughs> and puts them on, and is like talking to him, and he pulls out one of the like grenade lighters, and he's like yelling at him to put it down, but the like king thinks he's yelling at him. I found that to be really funny. It honestly. was very funny. But, but then it, how was it so easy for that friend to get into his stash? Like, did true. he just like bump something with his elbow? And was like, oh, here's all my guns. It's it is kind of true. He just goes in that room, and then it's like, oh wait, here's all the hidden stuff. Don't in there. you think it would have been more secure? Seriously. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I mean, who's gonna get in there, JB? <laughs> <laughs> but then it then it quickly turn goes from this hilarious scene to like kind of like a real bummer because you see uh, Eggsy's house gets blown up with a missile, the Kingsman base gets blown up with a missile, like all this destruction, and you find out that it's Poppy and she launched all these missiles. She launched all these missiles to um, destroy all of the Kingsman headquarters. Right, because she looked up all their like she knew where, who the real agents were where right. they lived and like took them That's all out. That's what the arm was doing in the cab. <clears throat> right. When it was Is that when, Armageddon? Wow. <laughs> wow. That's Coming. later in the movie. Oh, is that later in the I wrote down Armageddon, but I don't remember why. Coming with the quips today. That should have been the tagline. Um, but Charlie does get a new arm, like a more intense robotic arm that'll yes. come into oh. play later. Um, they find out that Merlin's still alive because he's not an actual agent. So right. he wasn't in the database of the, she didn't have his uh, his actual address his actual address because he's not a technical agent. So they activate the doomsday protocol, which is like they go to this wine shop and they unlock this safe with like the same kind of metal thing from the first movie, and they open it up and it's just this bottle of whiskey that says Statesman on it, and they're like really confusing what to do. So I really like that scene too, where they just start they're like, well, yeah. we we should probably drink some of it. So they're like, okay, so they're like, oh, this one's for you know, and they start toasting all the fallen. Kingsman member and it kind of like cuts away and it comes back and they basically drank like the whole bottle <laughs> and they're they're pretty drunk uh, but then they find they finally see I think there's a message like I think on the inside of the bottle the like, inside of the label is like the Kingsman symbol it right? says Kentucky Sends Kent- with, the K with the K for the Kingsman, Kingsman as the K for Kentucky that's what it is okay so they go to uh, Kentucky uh, and they go to the statesman like distillery, uh, and they try and figure out their. They have like their like special watch that can like unlock doors and stuff. So they go into it, and they're like, ah, there's like a secret base below this, and they're trying to figure out where how to get in. And that's when Channing Tatum as Agent Tequila shows up, and they have a sweet fight scene. <laughs> and like he's got like, is it like a rifle or? Looks what? like a shotgun, shotgun. doesn't it? Okay, yeah. and he—that's like his weapon. And they have that really cool uh, fight scene. He ends up getting the the best of them, I believe, right? Yep. Which, uh, sorry to bring this up now, why is Channing Tatum in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He really like everything that he does in this movie. Pedro Pascal could have done because essentially, like Channing Tatum's in there for 
the first like part of the movie, then he's gone, and then Pedro Pascal shows up right after that. They could have just had one person do all of it. Well, I think why have one when you can have two? Well, what I'm saying, I mean, I think Channing Tatum brings in a certain yeah. uh, crowd of people. Like his name attracts certain uh, members of a certain gender into uh-huh. the movie. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think they wanted to establish the statesman as being this organization with many members. So you want to show that it has more agents than just one? I guess, but it was—it just seemed he seemed very underused. Well, he probably was like, you know, they probably couldn't afford him for the whole movie, so they like had him for a couple of days. I like him in Third it. Third movie. No, I, he's not bad in this movie. I like him in this movie. I wish he was in it more. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> wow. wow. Agreement on that. Um, so they interrogate them because they don't quite understand what's going on. Um, and he, he like dumps whiskey on them. I think he says he's going to set their balls on fire and yes. like all this weird stuff. And they ask him, what's the term? They Like, are you here for the, what's the, I can't remember what the term for someone that studies butterflies is. It was oh, a, gosh. I was like, Lepidopolis? Or, no. Yeah, something like that. Something Lepid- like that. Yeah, some yeah. I, I could you lepid, lepid, lepidopterist. Yes, that's what it is. And they're confused. Well, then they find out they kind of reveal this two-way mirror in front of them, and there's Harry <gasps> Galahad alive. <laughs> he's got an eye patch. He's looking a little disheveled, but he's alive. And I'm like, what? Because I guess I didn't remember that he was in this movie or that he came back for it. So me as a watcher was very confused at this point in time. Um, but they they find you find out that he he doesn't remember them. He has like retrograde amnesia because they they saved him. <laughs> okay, with can, that very nifty device that gel. reconstructs yeah, someone's someone, brain. Can someone, <laughs> yeah, explain it for me, LPJ. Okay, so it's so all right. So in the in the first movie, he gets shot in the face by Valentine. Harry gets shot in the face by Valentine. Valentine just shoots him through the eye. Is what it seems like. They leave him for dead. Well, since it's in, since that church was in Kentucky, the Kingsman got a notice that this massive signal was going out. So they went to go check out the church after Valentine had left. They got there after Valentine left and saw Harry laying there. So they had this device. It's basically like a big giant, like patch almost, like a big, uh, almost like a like, like an ice, pack. Yeah, like a cold pack. Yeah. <laughs> and they put it across his face. And it's nanobots that go in and actually start to um, heal the the tissue. Okay. And uh, it can't re- really it can't really like regenerate organs, but it can heal up the tissue and get it to kind of regenerate as much as it can. Um, but the side effect is it causes amnesia. Right. So so Harry doesn't remember him, and he's basically at a state where before he joined the army and became a kingsman, he wanted to study butterflies. And he still thinks that's what's going on with right. his life. Um, we also, at this point, learn this is when we learn that Poppy has Elton John <laughs> captive, <laughs> and like she's making she's making him do like daily concerts, and it's just yeah. her watching them. I would and, do that too. <laughs> and he's like not happy about it, which is like I, I really like how he kind of plays his role. He's really crocodile pissed. rock, please. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's got a blue rash, and we're like, huh, what's this blue rash? And she's kind of upset that he has it. Uh, we're introduced to Jeff Bridges, who's the leader of the Statesman. Yep. Champagne, sure. or Champ for short. Um, and I, Agent Tequila, who's Channing Tatum, he has the blue rash too. And we're like, well, what's going on with this blue rash? Um, we're introduced to Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. It's a crossover episode. It was really uh, good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. As Agent Whiskey, sorry. Uh, they're trying to get uh, Harry's memories back because they said that, like, 
supposedly like trauma will bring it back. So they do the kind of the same thing they do in the first movie, which is where they flood his room that he's in. Uh, but it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, and this is where we forgot to mention that in the, the saddest thing about this movie is when they blow up Eggsy's house, JB dies. I know. I wrote, I was, I did not like the pug blowing up. Yeah, it was super <laughs> sad because uh, we find out that the princess got him a new pug. Yep. Because she's staying at, I think, your parents' house. What was the new pug's name? Uh, I don't uh, think they named it. Did they? Uh, I don't remember if they said what the name is or not. I don't know. All right, sorry. Keep going. Okay, so they they're they're trying to figure out how to track down uh, Poppy at this point, right? No, they're trying to track down Charlie because they think he's connected. Um, so they're going to track down his ex girlfriend, and they know that she's from social media. She's going to be at the Glastonbury Music Festival, right? So him and Agent Whiskey go to the festival, and they're going to plant this tracker on her. And I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> so it has to be entered via a mucous membrane. Right. So that means the eyes, the nose, the mouth, or any cavity lower than that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what ends up happening, yes. right? Because you find out that the blue rash comes on from any kind of like recreational drug use. Um, also, at this point, they find out that the the new recruit guy, Angel, for Poppy's organ, she's the one that apparently partied with Elton John and gave him the drugs. Yeah. Because <laughs> she sends the robot dogs and they kill him. Um, Eggsy calls up Princess Tildy, I think it is, and is like, hey, I gotta like sleep with this girl to save the world. And she's not happy about it, understandably so. Mm-hmm. And Eggsy thinks it's cool because he's like, oh, I, I told you that I was going to do it. So yeah, at least I was right. honest, right? But she's not happy with him yeah. at all. Hey, well, he said he wasn't going to do it if she didn't want him to. Right. But then he does it, and it's it's kind of gross. I mean, it's not like super graphic, but... So, in that scene... I think Jen knows the answer. <laughs> well, with the 30 pages of notes, I can imagine she probably does. In that scene, Taron Edgerton didn't feel comfortable putting his hands down her pants... So they had a stand-in do it. Yeah. Who was the stand-in? It was uh, the actress's husband. That's great. Yeah. Which That's his sense. hand. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah, really. <laughs> so so he does plant the tracker, though, in that scene. Um, Exit goes to talk to Harry again, but he still can't get through to him. He can't snap him out of his like amnesia. I love the scene when he goes to the bar. <laughs> I cracked me up when like she hands him the drink, and uh-huh. it's just like it's like a glass of bourbon. He's like he's like that's not a martini, and she's just like it is in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I have another martini. <laughs> yeah, I like that, that was scene. Funny. I like that scene a lot. Um, so and then like while he's sitting there, Exit has this breakthrough. He goes and he buys a dog just like Mr. Pickles. Uh, pickle, sorry, and he takes it to he takes it to uh, Harry and gives it to him, and then he pulls out his gun. And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna shoot the dog," and this finally like snaps. It triggers him. Yeah, it triggers him, and it gets him back up to speed, uh, and kind of gets him, you know, whatever you want. His memories back yeah. for the most part. So then it's a great scene where they're getting him up to speed at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and like the guys come in, I can't remember. What, it's like uh, this local Kentucky bar, and these guys come in, and they're like, I can't remember why they're hassling them, but maybe just because they're English and they're yeah, all these Kentucky so, guys. Yeah. So it's like Harry gets up and he tries to do the same thing that he does in the first movie, where he like locks the door <laughs> and you think he's gonna like beat these guys up, but he's still so like his his reflexes and everything are still off that it's just like hilarious. He tries to throw the beer mug at him like in the first movie and he misses and he gets kind of beat up. Yeah, I think it's a little rusty. Yeah, 
So then Pedro Pascal Agent Whiskey jumps in to help him out, and that's like the sweet because he's got like a it's like a laser whip. It's like a laser whip, lightsaber like, whip is what yeah, I considered yeah. it. It's like a whip lasso, and he just like it's a really cool scene when he's like taking these guys out, like using the whip, just like with the bar. It's it's sweet, and it's like the first movie. All the action scenes are shot like in that yep. same style that Matthew Vaughn does, and I really like it because it's just really funny because you think Harry's going to take him out, and he just like fails miserably. So uh, Agent Whiskey. Has has to save him. Um, it's at this point that there's a big message broadcast across all the channels from Poppy, and you find out her uh, her master plan is that she poisoned all of her own drugs with this whatever you want to call it, and that's what's causing the blue rash, because it's kind of like three symptoms. I think it's like you get the three rash. Stages, yep. Three stages, You get the rash, and then you get you like it dania. causes euphoria, and you could start dancing, and then your um, then you then you freeze paralysis, up. paralysis, yeah, and then death, and then and then death. So she's like, I have the cure, and I will distribute it to you guys, but I have the terms. I want you to end the war on drugs. You're just going to make all drugs legal, and you're not going to try and stop them anymore. And me and all my colleagues involved in my organization get immunity. You're not going to prosecute them. So that's like her terms in order to release the antidote. Because she wants to be famous for being a good businesswoman. Right. Because right. like, she's like, I made so many billion dollars this year, but no one gets to know. Right. She wants the fame. Because it's all drug money. And they start calling it the dancing disease now at this point, too. Um, and, and so there, there's kind of like a montage of like the world just kind of really going downhill because so many people are getting this disease. And uh, they, they freeze Channing Tatum because they don't know how to cure the disease, so they deep freeze him. Uh, and then it's like the crazy thing like that the president ends up being like this huge dirtbag in the movie, <laughs> which is like, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, Neither let those I. druggies die. Yeah, because he's, he's like, well, I don't, I'm not going to like agree to her demands. He's like, we don't want these drug users anyways, so we're going to say that we're going along with her and then just let them all die. He's like, I'll stop drugs. Yeah, I'll end the war on drugs. I'll be the president who ended the war on drugs. Speaking yeah. of the president, do you know what other movie he was the president in? Oh, uh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, Hold on. Yeah, there were others. Hot shot. It was, there's two of them. Yeah. One you should get for sure because uh, I know you like it a lot. And I was going to write them down. One is um, 13 Days, right? 13. I don't know. That's oh. not the one I was thinking of. Oh, I think one is like the the movie about the uh, Bay of Pigs, 13 Days. Maybe. And I think the, it is. And the other one is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die because I know that I... <laughs> Isn't it like a... Is it a superhero movie? No, it's not a superhero movie. It does have Nicolas Cage in it, though. Oh, it's a... Uh, it, 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 it's a... Uh, <laughs> National Treasure 2, Book, Book of Secrets. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, he's that's it, right. So, yeah, so the president's just like, I'm going to let all these people die, and I'll win the war on drugs. And it's like, whoa, he's kind of a dirtbag. Um, they're spying on Charlie's girlfriend from the tracker. They find out she's got the blue rash because she's doing drugs. Charlie's like, meet me in this lab in Italy. They go there. They try and steal a sample of the antidote so they can... Um, so they do get they do get the antidote like Harry's still off at this point he's still seeing butterflies because he wanted to raise butterflies right and there's that weird scene where they're going down on like the um I don't know what's that thing called like the lift like the ski lift like thing yeah the gondola and the gondola thank you and Charlie takes control of it and it's like spinning around for some reason and they're like stuck to the walls and like Pedro Pascal pulls out his laser whip and like 
cuts them free of the cord and they like swing down and then they're sli- epic scene yeah and then they're sliding <laughs> down the mountain runaway and there's like a retirement home for some reason on this <laughs> well, that I think was- it's, is it a retirement home or is it just like a it's I think it's resort. just a resort Oh, resort. It I seems like something Devin could answer for us. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it said it was a retirement home because it was a bunch of old people sitting there and like they're going to crash into him and like he puts uh, Pedro Pascal against a hole in the glass and pulls like the parachute he has on yeah. it slows it down. Another that- James Bond reference there with the yeah. parachute. Yeah. And what does the old guy say? Does he say like it's the like, first time I've shit in like a week or yeah. something? Yeah, <laughs> the best shit I've had in three days or something. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is kind of funny. Um, but while this is all going on, uh, the the antidote gets smashed, right? Or no? No. Okay. They get it. They, they're t- uh, Eggsy's holding it. Okay. They go to that cabin and meet up with Harry. Yeah, and then they uh, are they under they they they're start being, under, followed. being followed. Yeah, they're under attack, and then um, and then whiskey knocks it out of his hand, but like on accident. Right. Or so we think. So we think. Because they he goes out there and is that sweet scene. I love when uh, Agent uh, when uh, Pedro Pascal Agent Whiskey goes out there and he's taking out the guys. He's yeah. got the two pistols. And it's like it's kind of cool at first. I like the way the scene shot because him and like Harry are talking in the door and behind you kind of just see him at first <laughs> just like yeah. starting to take out all the guys with his pistols and it's it's really cool. Um, then uh, Harry shoots Whiskey in the face. Yeah, just shoots him in the face. Which is it's so crazy because like Eggsy doesn't know what's going on and they think it's because of his disease and he's trying to tell me he's like oh no he smashed the cure on purpose he's bad um, and <laughs> he takes out the bad guys what is that grenade thing he throws out there it's like it looks like it's a bottle of like yeah cologne and he like shakes it up and he throws Everyone it out freezes there. yeah and it's like they're like in blue, in the blue goo, goo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know what that is exactly but yeah it's it's wild so they're like well we got to go get the sam we got to get another sample of it but Charlie Blows up the entire lab. Right. Destroys all the samples. Um, they're, the president's collecting all these dancing disease blue wretch victims and putting them in cages, essentially, and like piling them up, stacking them up in, in these, stadiums. In stadiums. <laughs> yeah, I want to say they got that together fast. Oh, real Because <laughs> they're like, this disease will take place in 12 hours or oh, something. Yeah. And they have so many people stacked up in individual people cages. But why would they need cages? Because they're all going to get paralyzed. I mean, they're criminals. Well, they, they, they had them in the Jen. cage because they were dancing around. So oh, at first to keep them from keep them from bumping into each other. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, and we find out also that the princess has the blue rash too. Cause yes. Apparently, she was taking some drugs too. That was when she found out that Eggsy had to. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the other lady. She she had to calm <laughs> her nerves down a little bit. Um, so Merlin, Eggsy, and Harry, they set out because they uh, they somehow triangulate like where her base is. I can't remember exactly how they figure it out, but they know where it's at in the jungle. So they're going to go find it because uh, Poppy has a fleet of drones that can distribute the antidote, but she's waiting till they meet their demands to put in like the passcode. Um, oh, a- they, they track, they track Clara to Italy and then well no this no, is after, after that. that this is after that this is they tra- they tra- okay because they when he goes to get the antidote they think he's some guy from like the name i can't remember that the asian name and they track oh, him oh right that's right and find out that's it. that that's how they do in it in cambodia yep so while they're flying there there's kind of like a cool like like Eggsy and Harry kind of talk and he like yep. it's it's kind of a really cool scene between them cuz he like Eggsy kind of feels bad you know that he like he has someone he cares about and all this stuff and 
Uh, Harry kind of is like, hey, that's not a bad thing, you know, because what's the point of, like, saving the world if you don't have someone to save it for? Kind of like, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, Whiskey wakes up from his coma um, uh, and tells Ginger Ale, Halle Berry, that it was um, Harry. Harry that shot him, and he's going to go after the Kingsman with the silver pony, I think it is. Yeah. It's like a fighter jet. Yeah, it's a fighter jet. Uh, and I like I like when they're looking at all the weapons that the, oh king, the Kingsmen have. I mean, Merlin the pulls men. out that big knife. Yeah, they're looking <laughs> at the weapons that the Statesmen have, and there's like a baseball bat that's like a mine tracker. Uh-huh. And all this kind of cool stuff. Merlin gets a nice suit like they all do, and they, yep, they echo the thing. he finally gets his own. And they echo the thing from the first movie when uh, Eggsy says, to, hey, looking good, Merlin. He says, feeling, feeling good, good, Eggsy. Yep. Uh, so they're going to try and to get into Poppy's base, but there's a minefield. They think they avoid them all, but uh-oh, Eggsy steps on one. Merlin's like, hey, I have the spray. I'm going to spray it. It'll give you a chance to get off the mine. But what he doesn't tell him is, is he basically has to take his place on the mine. Right. Uh, so Merlin's like, you guys got to do this. And he sacrifices himself. <gasps> Tear. I know. I was super <laughs> bummed. And that's when he he sings Country Road because it's his favorite song. Yep. Um, and, and he lures all the guards in and he gets off the mine and then it blows, blows up. Blows everybody up. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so then there's an awesome, gigantic, just out-of-control fight scene where they invade the base, uh, Eggsy and Harry, and they're... He's got a suitcase machine gun. <laughs> he's got a suitcase machine gun, like... And it turns into, like, a shield. Yeah, and rockets. rockets. Yeah, it's got all kinds of things And, like, Harry's got the umbrella, and there's, like, a giant donut, and there's... Uh, at one point, I love the part where he shoots, like, there's a barbershop, and he shoots, like, the scissors, and there's, like, oh, giant guys. scissors, and they fall down and impale these guys. Also, while this is going on Elton John gets his fight scene and he's like yeah. doing like jump kicks with platform he shoes and full stuff. drop kick oh totally and then he was smashing the guy in the piano yeah yeah which is like it, it's wild uh Harry fights the robot dog I can't remember if it's Benny or Jet uh, uh Eggsy fights Charlie Charlie's got his crazy like robot arm yep. that he's like shoots out on a rope and all this stuff um it's like a super bionic commando <laughs> which all I of can, those I thought it was Scorpion from Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. get over here um Eggsy ends up hacking with his watch Charlie's robot arm uh-huh. and he's making him like punch himself in the face and stuff um and El- uh, Elton John <laughs> and Harry team up to kill the one robot cause the robot can't kill Elton John so he's kind of like hiding behind Elton John hitting it with a bowling ball cause there's a bowling alley there sure we didn't mention that uh so <laughs> it's kind of crazy um they end up killing the other uh robot dog because it goes after harry i can't remember how he kills it he covers it with the gold from the tattoos and charlie uh and eggsy ends up killing charlie breaking his neck i think um they they end up it's kind of cool i like what they do because poppy's like kind of not she's like well i'm not gonna do the antidote but they end up injecting her with some of her own heroin yep so she gets the disease but like merlin kind of cooked it up fast so she like she tells him the code, which is Viva La Vegan. Uh, but then she, like, dies immediately because they, like, kick-started the disease. So she gets, like, the rash and die- dances and dies, like, super fast. So she's dead. But then Whiskey shows up, and it turns out he is a bad guy, and Harry was right. Because his backstory is... I, I, <laughs> it's his girl, his girl. His girl. His girl dies from, like, some crystal meth thugs. It's, like, right? caught in the cross. Is pregnant? Love of his life gets killed in the crossfire of some meth heads at a convenience store. So he wants all the drug users, and he wants he's with the president. Yeah, so he wants all the drug users. And he's not even working with Poppy. It's just like 
his he personal wants, vendetta. Yeah, yeah. Like he just is. Yeah. So and then they they have that sweet fight scene between the three of them where he's got his like lightsaber oh lasso and he's like diving through. I love it. Eggsy going through the center yeah. of the. It that was is, really. That, that was a really, great fight scene. That is really cool. Um. So they fight for a while and they end up. He ends up in the meat grinder. Yep. <laughs> which is like I don't even remember how, but there's that sweet scene where he's like I think Eggsy's caught in the lasso and the lasso's in the meat grinder. Yeah. And it's like, he throws it in there. Yeah. He throws it in there and it's like pulling him toward the meat grinder yeah. and it's a really and cool scene. Harry shoots, shoots the three. rope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like super frantic and I wish I could remember the song that they played during that because it's like oh. a cover. It's like a different version of a song. Um, word Up. Oh, word up. it's Word Up by Cameo. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. But it's the country version yeah. of it. So it's, it's, I like that song too. It was it, awesome. It was really good. So he ends up the meat gr- grinder. They use the code and release the antidote. All the people are cured. They get out of their cages. Yep. The president gets impeached because he's a dirt bag. Um, statesmen are like, hey, we're going to be, we're going to work together now. We got you a new base of operations. We bought like a distillery in Scotland that you guys can work out of. Uh, ginger ale becomes a new agent. Whiskey. I yep. like that. There's a con- there's a constant confusion between which one of them is Galahad because <laughs> Eggsy took over being Galahad, but now that Harry's back and they can't decide which yeah. one's actually be Galahad. And they still never figured out at the end. They still don't. Yeah. Uh, so the last kind of scene is that Eggsy has a big wedding with the princess. Uh, they get married. Elton John is there. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then like the last scene is kind of weird because it's just like Tanning Chatham as Agent Whiskey. And he is like dressed up like a Kingsman. He flips over to the Kingsman side. Okay. And he like walks into their tailor shop. Yep. But we didn't mention the funny part, kind of the callback to the first movie, is when he saves Elton John. He tells uh-huh. him, you got to save the world. He's like, hey, if I <laughs> save the world, will you get me tickets to the concert? And Elton John's like, if you save the world, I'll get you backstage passes. Backstage? <laughs> Which is like, okay, it's kind of funny. But I do like that Elton John's at the wedding and he's just like, yeah! <laughs> Elton John kicked ass. <laughs> he's just like, he's so weird that he's in this movie. But that's the end. It is really strange. But it ends with Channing Tatum going into the, the tailor shop. Yep. I really liked after Whiskey got put in the grinder. Do you remember what Eggsy said to him? No. He looked I, down at the pile of meat. Oh, yeah. And he says, put Alpha Gel on that dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He did say that. Um,. Yeah, so I mean that's how the movie ends. Uh, there's some kind of some crazy stuff. Did you guys see that they said that the original cut of this movie was three hours and forty minutes long? I did. Wow. Yeah. And they asked Matthew. Va- they asked Matthew Vaughn. They said, "Well, do you want to like split it into two movies and we'll release it twice?" And he said, "No." And he just cut it down to like I think the two hours and about twenty minutes it is now. So there's so much that's on the cutting room floor for this movie. Yeah, there would have to be. I mean, like- I know the entire they rewrote the ending with Merlin. Yeah, because, and, and we talked about this a little off mic, but originally they had Merlin survive. Like, they just had his legs get blown off, and he's going to show up, and then he's going to be at the wedding with, like, robot legs. But I guess when they tested it, people did not like it because they felt cheated about his, like, you know, his death is so heroic, so they ended up cutting that part out. Yep. Which I'm kind of glad they did. As much as I like Merlin, it would have been a bummer if he'd been like, I'm good! <laughs> I just lost my legs. I was also watching some interviews with uh, Pedro and... Apparently, a huge part of the movie that was cut was him riding a bull. <laughs> and I guess they filmed this scene for four days. He said he had to get epidurals in his back because he was so sore from it. And then um, Matthew Vaughn called him up and said, yeah, I remember that uh, bull riding scene we shot. We're not using it in the movie. And I guess he went off on Matthew Vaughn because uh, 
he got injured pretty bad for that. Yeah, that would scene. be a bummer if you like wrecked your body to do a scene and then it's like, yeah, we're cutting that. Didn't make it. <laughs> um, I This is my new thing now, LPJ. I pointed out, remember when I pointed out in uh, Casino Royale that Roger Moore liked the movie and bought a DVD? I like, <laughs> yes. I like to find the facts that they point out on IMDb that are, seem pointless. And the one I have for this movie is that Channing Tatum, when he was cured of his disease and unfrozen, he improvised the dance that he did. <laughs> Which is like, he's not really doing an intricate dance. Like, it's not like a big deal. When I, he's just kind of like moving around a little is bit. That so, this, I feel he does that dance in 21 Jump or 22 Jump he might, He's a dancer. He yeah. But, but it's just funny because it's like they the way it's worded is like it's some intricate dance routine. But he's just kind of moving around a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Improv- he's purposely acting silly. It's like he improvised it great. So I thought that was a fun, stupid fact. I, I found one too. So Poppy's got that beauty bot. Yeah, oh, yeah. So the beauty bot is uh, designed after a famous model. Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer, who is the wife of the director, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, Jody, Matthew Vaughn directed this. Mm -hmm. He wrote it it and produced it, too. Did you guys see the world? They made a lot of money worldwide, but you know what country they didn't make any money in? Did you see? Was it Cambodia? It was Cambodia. It was banned in Cambodia. Weird. Because it was filmed. Because they didn't like... Cambodia being the bad guy's hideout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You missed out, Cambodia. Sorry, Cambodia. Rough deal. Uh, do you have any role reversal at all for this? I don't, actually. Oh, I, couldn't I have find- a pop quiz. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just pop, jump in. Pop quiz. Yeah, random info. Um, along with Take Me Home Country Roads, another John Denver song is played oh, during the movie. Yeah, I know this. Um, it's during the scene when he's at the bar. Yes. Is it? It's uh, Annie's song? You got it. Yeah. Um, and this isn't really a role reversal, but did you see that uh, Taron Edgerton, that he was one of the final two contenders yep. to play Han Solo in yes. the Solo movie? But he ended up uh, having to drop out of contention because this movie got greenlit into production so fast, the turnaround so fast, that he couldn't do Solo. That's right. Which is weird because I wonder how he would have been as Solo. Um, I don't think he would have been as good as what's his name as um all all yeah uh, I can't say that guy's name that guy yeah uh huh I almost said Aldrin the I almost said um the guy from Iron Man three yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's not it that's not his name I mean his character name is what I almost yeah, said Killian yeah, yeah that's not no, it. I can't think of his name now but Dave's yeah. gonna have some comments on that <laughs> but yeah I thought that was crazy I didn't realize mm-hmm. that he was one of the final two contenders on that so I thought that was interesting um yeah I think that's about get, all all I have for me did we, you guys see they're making a prequel. Yes, yeah. The King's Man. Yep. The King's Man, which I thought was interesting. And supposedly they're still going to possibly be making a third one of these, yeah. right? They're making yeah. a third one, yeah. Maybe that's when you're going to get the Channing Tatum you want, LPJ. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, because I said that, yeah, that one supposedly is going to focus on him. Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum? Yeah, that's oh, what I heard. Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, that I didn't hear. Oh. I was just guessing. Oh. But it is kind of, because it is weird. I mean, this movie wasn't super popular here in the U.S. At least this one didn't make as much money. Based on the budget, but like we said, worldwide it's yeah, huge. it's making a ton of money. So yeah, and the prequel comes out this year. I think yep. in September. Yeah, September. I think it, the dates changed a lot. Yeah. When I ke- I kept looking at, it, I saw one. It was like comes out in February, and I was like, oh shit, I'm ready. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's September. September eighteenth, twenty twenty. Yeah. But did so, you, I get, mean, did oh, you guys hear who he wanted to play the villain before they started? The third, the third one, not the prequel. Oh, no, uh, no I didn't. Oh, Dwayne the, the Rock. Rock. Oh, right. I did say, did say that. Yeah, <laughs> which I think he would fit great in this world. Oh, as a totally. Because it's like 
this movie, yeah, I think he would fit as a good villain in the kind of hyped up spy yeah. world that, the, the, that these films sets up. And I, I like this franchise. I'd be interested to I see like where it too. goes. I mean, I like I said, it's the first time I'd seen this, but I mean, I guess we're kind of rolling into our, uh, yeah, our ratings. Might as well rate it. All right. So uh, you guys have to pick. Do you want to go first, second? You want to have us go first? How do you want to do it? I'll go. I'm fine going. Okay. I like this movie a lot. I enjoyed it. It was funny. There was lots of action. I don't remember it a ton from when I saw it, but <laughs> I enjoyed it when I watched it again this week. Um, so I'm going to give it four lightsaber whips. <laughs> lightsaber whips. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll allow it. Now let us see what Lauren guessed that you were going to rate it. I'm opening the uh, sealed envelope here. Uh, Lauren guesses Jody will rate three and three-fourths bottle of Statesman whiskey. So <laughs> she knew that you weren't going to go with uh, machine guns as per usual, so pretty close. That was pretty good. I did tell her, Joe said, you can do halves, and I said, I've done quarters before. <laughs> so, yeah. Everything so to make Sphinx mad. So pretty close. Jen? Um, I... We'll take this uh, starting off with a uh, quote from Michael, or Michael, oh my God, Matthew <laughs> Vaughn. And a piece of a quote he said was, I'm there to wake you up one way or another. And if this movie does not wake you up, although Devin fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> watching. Uh, well, it's because he filmed half of it. <laughs> Devin is uh, the like reoccurring theme of Devin falling asleep during the last half of action movies. I know. It was crazy. I couldn't <laughs> believe he slept through that whole ending scene. But... I do think that his purpose in making movies is to really wake you up and push the envelope and be funny and action-packed and, and throw things at you that you've never seen before. So I really appreciate his style of this movie. I thought it's really smart. And uh, I'm going to give it four and a half machine wow. guns. I really liked big it. Fan. Yeah, big uh, fan. Uh, and uh, Devin guessed that you were going to give it three and a half machine guns. So. Oh. Well, you know what? I gave three and a half machine guns to the spy who dumped me. <laughs> so you had to step <laughs> yeah, up. And this one is like everything that the spy who dumped me was trying to do and couldn't achieve, I think this movie did it the right way. Yeah, I would, so, agree, I would agree with that because that I think this movie is probably funnier than that movie. For sure. Spoiler alert, I didn't mention I wasn't in the episode, but I watched The Spy Who Dumped Me. Um, and this movie, I think, is funnier than that movie, and it's not trying as hard to be funny. Right. Exactly. Uh, LPJ? Um, I like this movie. I don't like it nearly as much as I like the first Kingsman. Um I was very confused by Channing Tatum. <laughs> we know you are really hung up on him like, in this movie. What's he doing? What's he doing in this movie? Uh, I just—he was very underused, and and I could I can tell that stuff was cut. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you get a movie, and I like like I feel like there's stuff missing that should still be there. Okay. So well, and we know. I mean, it was obviously it's, yeah. It's like a, an hour and twenty minutes or something cut out of this yeah. movie, right? So, and, and I can, I can just, I can feel that stuff missing. I don't know what it was, but I can feel that there's something there missing. And uh, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go three machine guns on this one. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not, I, I'm kind of with you, but not a hundred percent because it's a weird thing for us to watch both the movies back to back sure. and then rate them because I think my rating and this might be different were I not rating them back to back like this because I liked this movie I thought it was a lot of fun I didn't like it as much as the first one um, I think this one it suffers a little bit I, I, because it had to top the first one 
and so I think it had to be more, 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 more. And I think some of that worked for me and some of it didn't, you know, some of it was just a little bit too much for me. Um, but not enough to make me dislike the movie, but because I did like the first one better and I gave that four, I'm going to give this one three and a half. Okay. But still, still, I still had a lot of fun watching it. Sure. And I still would recommend seeing it. I think the series, the two movies are great. I just think I like the first one more than this one. Yep. So, but definitely still watch it. Watch it on the FX uh, Now app. Yep. And you can see it unedited for free. For free. A few commercials, but then not that bad. Yeah, not really I actually didn't watch it that way. I told you guys all to. And then you didn't watch it that way? How'd you I, watch it? The library. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yep. Blu-ray from the library. Nice. That'll nice. work. Um, what do we want to do next? Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, either of you? Anybody? I mean, no, I just hope my um, husband doesn't go away on the... Lo- location again <laughs> for any of these big movies well if it's how much movie. of the elton john acting that he did was real <laughs> <laughs> well that's right that is wild because uh taron edgerton went on to play yeah, elton, elton john. john in the movie rocket man that's right which i haven't seen i haven't seen, seen it either, either. but it, it is kind of crazy i wonder if like this started their relationship i don't know maybe huh interesting something to think about yeah uh jody anything you want to plug I just like to plug your guys' Patreon. I think people should donate, especially now. They've told me that they're thinking about giving more episodes out there. Yep. More podcasts about whatever the hosts want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're talking, they said we could possibly do Mighty Ducks 2. <laughs> we we did tell Jody we that did. we could potentially, because it's any topic you know, on these ones and any group of people. So Jody's been dying to talk about Mighty Ducks 2. And we said, hey, you know what? We can probably do it. We on could that, probably so. swing it. Yeah. So if you like Mighty Ducks 2 and you like Jody, just sign up for that Patreon. Cause or it, just one of those two things. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Sure. Yeah. But thanks, Jody. Thanks for as the As long as you don't like Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks <laughs> movies. <laughs> Eek. Oh, boy. That guy's looking rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, it. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, patrons. Uh, check us out on Patreon if you haven't yet. We would appreciate it if you if you would. Um, you can check out all the podcasts on Gamezilla Media. Yeah, you got, um, um, yeah. you know, on, uh, yeah, well, you know them all. We talk no, about them. Check them out GamezillaMedia.com. <laughs> Definitely check out the Noobs and Dragons, you know, because yeah. I'm on that. Legend of Retro. Sure, Legend Joe is on Legend of Retro doing. Uh, Alex Kid and Miracle World. Yeah, dude, check that out. We got a lot of stuff. Noiseland Arcade, Simpsons Podcast. It's a ton of fun. Gamezilla. Lots of stuff. Live on Mixer Monday. It never ends. Podcast on Tuesday. Even more. Um, Yep, that thing too. <laughs> Blogs. Sure. Um, what's the thing where people watch you play video games? Streamers. Oh, yeah, I those guys. I couldn't think of the name. Matrix. Matrix is a streamer. Yeah. So we got all that kind of stuff. Also, follow us on our social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. And check us out on, on Gmail, lastactionpodcast at gmail.com. We expect your hate mail soon. <laughs> Who's but, checking that email? I'd like me, to... I'm the only one who has access to it. <laughs> Not have interested. We, have we ever gotten an email? Uh, nothing significant. I get a lot of spam. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for both being here. Helping us complete this uh, duel, this wife swap two-parter. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and we'll 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 have to do it again sometime for sure. Absolutely. Anything you wanna you wanna you wanna thank us for thanking you? <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. This episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated, but we'll be back. That's better. <laughs> <laughs>